0: This podcast is made available by Vision Christian Media thanks to the generosity of our supporters. Your donation today means great podcasts like this remain available to help people look to God daily. Please make your donation today at vision.org.au This is Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Yusuf. This is Pat. God has used your ministry to bless and encourage me in my Christian walk. I'm listening to my 21st series, David, a Portrait of a Champion. It's a wonderful series. It's encouraged me to want to walk with God in total obedience and to read His Word, to soak it up like a sponge into my life. I want to thank you so much for your ministry, for standing strong on the Word of God, someone we can depend on to tell us the truth. God bless. God bless. If leading the way has impacted your life in a special way, Dr. Yusuf would love to hear about it. Call our ministry testimony line at 1300 133 Follow the prompts and let us know your story. 1300 133 589. And learn more about Dr. Yusuf and the worldwide impact of this ministry by visiting ltw.org. ltw.org. Growing up in Egypt provided Dr. Yusuf with unique perspectives on the Bible because he experienced the culture where many Bible events occurred firsthand. And with his Bible school and seminary training, he pulls it all together in a way that allows God's Word to come to life in fresh ways for you. If you'd like to learn more about Dr. Yusuf and leading the way, you're encouraged to visit ltw.org. Today, a look at the way the Holy Spirit works to grow fruit in your life through the joys and struggles of daily living. Listen with me as Dr. Yusuf begins.
1: Did you know that some stress in your life is good? And I'm talking about some stress now, okay? I'm not talking about prolonged stress. Because prolonged stress is not good, but some stress is good. You say, how come? I mean, every person I talk to tells me that I need to avoid stress in my life at any cost. How can he tell me that some stress is okay? Well, because we are so beautifully and wonderfully made, our Creator made us to respond to stress. I am told by the experts, the body releases three different hormones into your bloodstream. These hormones are all designed to help us adapt and thrive in the midst of stress. One hormone uses stored up fat and carbohydrates to make more oxygen and release that oxygen into your muscles. Another hormone will cause all the routine functions of the body to basically slow down so that all the energy focuses on the stress point. A third hormone that is released in our body when we come under stress actually reduces pain. Somebody said, but I get a headache when I'm under stress. No, you get a headache after the stress has passed, not while in the middle of the stress because that hormone is supposed to take that pain away. Again, let me repeat that prolonged stress is not good for anybody. In fact, uh, it can cause all kinds of complications. But from a spiritual point of view, in your spiritual walk with Christ, when you're facing stress in life, it basically presses you against the heart of God. And today, I want to talk to you about the spiritual hormones that the Holy Spirit releases in your life when you come under stress. Now, don't forget, the creator of the body is the creator of the spirit and the soul. And therefore, He made us to respond to stress, both physiologically and spiritually. And just as He gave us remedies to deal with stress in our body, He gave us remedy to deal with stress in our spirit. I am, of course, talking about, and most of you figured it out, the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Like the three hormones that physiologically released into our body to help us cope with stress, when the Holy Spirit fills us on a moment-by-moment basis, this nine-fold spiritual hormone are released into our body to be exhibited and manifested in the tough times, in the hard times, in the difficult times. That's God's design for us in the stressful times. But listen, because I know some of you are saying, well, how come you're telling us that this fruit of the Spirit can only be exhibited in the tough times, in the difficult times, in the hard times? Why this fruit of the Spirit is not exhibited all the time? I'm going to tell you why. Because we can theorize about the fruit of the Spirit all we want. But the fact is… We can only manifest these fruits when the heat is on, (laughs) in times of trouble. That's the only time you really can see them manifest. You try to manifest love, joy, peace, patience, and all that when everything is going fine and you can't see them. So I want you to turn with me please to Galatians chapter 5, Galatians chapter 5 particularly verses 22 and 23. Because there the Apostle Paul tells us about the fruit in the singular, not fruits. A lot, of, a lot of Christians confuse that and talk about the fruits of the Spirit. It is one singular fruit of the Spirit. It's a cluster of one fruit that is produced in your life and in my life, particularly in the stressful times, particularly in the difficult times, particularly in the trying times the fruit of the Spirit. In fact, listen carefully. This is the litmus test of the Spirit-filled life. This is the litmus test for those who are living in and through the power of the Holy Spirit that we talked about in the last message. Because this is the fruit of the Holy Spirit, not your fruit, not my fruit, not somebody else's fruit, they belong to the Holy Spirit, therefore you cannot manufacture them. You cannot fake it, you cannot, it cannot be imitated, it cannot be duplicated, it cannot be induced. They hang on the tree of life, they are just manifested as you are continuously being filled with the Holy Spirit of God. In fact, trying to manufacture the fruit of the Spirit like that little country boy who was raising chicken. And he was frustrated at the smallness of the eggs that the chicken are producing. So he went into town, came back with a parcel that was revealing an ostrich egg. And he took that ostrich egg and held it up in front of these unsuspecting fowls and said, look at this, you guy, try harder. (laughs) there is as much chance for a Christian to manufacture the fruit of the Spirit as these chicken producing ostrich eggs. It is an impossibility to manufacture it. The fruit of the Spirit can only be exhibited uh, when the fullness of the Holy Spirit is taking place in your life and in mine, day by day, moment by moment, as we live our life. Now, there's something here that I don't want you to miss. It's very important. I want you to notice the incredible, powerful contrast that Paul the Apostle draws between the works of the flesh, the works in the plural, and the fruit of the Spirit in the singular. He gives us this dramatic change between the works and the fruit. Why? Because works belongs to the workshop, but fruit belongs to the garden, because works comes out of the noise of the factory, but the fruit grows in the silence and in the quiet of the Spirit-filled life. Works takes place with dead things, like dead wood that's been cut, a tree that has died and been cut, but the fruit comes out of a cultivated living force. And all of the works fail and fade away and disappear and burn and pass away. But the fruit will continue bearing season after season after season. Listen. The flesh can only manufacture pain and heartache. Read the works of the flesh again. Every one of them is designed to bring you pain and heartache. But the Spirit produces beautiful fruit. The works in the plural of the flesh can be practiced, maybe two or three of them at a time. But the fruit of the Spirit, the ninefold of it, all can be exhibited all at the same time. Why? Because the Holy Spirit, listen to me, the Holy Spirit never, 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 never fails to produce fruit in the life that is abiding in Christ, in a life that is surrendered to Christ, in a life that is totally committed to Christ. The works of the flesh, in the plural, divide and cause division. The works of the flesh divide our minds and divide our hearts and divide our allegiance. The works of the flesh divides many friends, and I have seen it over and over again. How the works of the flesh divide spouses from one another who have committed for it to each other for life. But when the works of the flesh get in, they become separated and divided. The works of the flesh divide communities. I have seen it. The works of the flesh divide even churches. Ah, but the fruit of the Spirit in the singular uh, unites. The fruit of the Spirit unifies my mind and my heart and my will so that together I love God, I am loyal to God, I serve God, I love Him with all my heart. The fruit of the Spirit unifies my mind and my heart in obedience to the Word of God. The fruit of the Spirit unify my heart and my mind and my will for loyalty to Christ. And my beloved friends, that is why the fruit of the Spirit cannot be manufactured. It cannot be faked. Those who try fail miserably, and they wonder what's wrong with them. I tried harder. I tried harder. No, 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 no. That's not how it works. So how can you produce this fruit? Well, the psalmist tells us the first thing, that why and how you can bear fruit in your life. Psalm 1. Psalm 1 said, blessed is the one who is like a tree, planted where? At the river's water. It yields its fruit in due season. See, the location where the tree is, is the first secret for the production of the fruit, for the manifestation of the fruit. Take that magnificent tree that's producing fruit and transplant it into a desert and leave it there for a little bit. It will be a very short period of time and it's going to die certain death. The place where the tree is planted is of vital importance. And when you are abiding in Christ, as Jesus said in John chapter 15, when you are planted by the waters of the Holy Spirit of God flowing through you moment by moment, you will produce fruit. Jesus said, only the branch that abides in me, it will produce fruit. How do you abide in Christ? By obedience to the Word of God. Jesus said, if you keep my commandments... You will abide in my love. (laughs) Now, beloved, listen to me. Obedience brings about maturity and develops the fruit of the Spirit in your life and mine. The opposite is true. Stubbornness and self-will and forceful of one's own opinion and arrogance They will keep that person immature, even if he or she have been walking with the Lord for 30 or 40 years. I'm telling you, I have seen people who have been Christians for years, and they are childish when it comes to the fruit of the Spirit. Why? Because they're not abiding. They are not maturing. And maturity comes from surrender to the Holy Spirit, to give up my opinion, and give up my ideas, and surrender to His. And that is why whenever the Holy Spirit is grieved because of not being obedient to the Word of God, whenever the Holy Spirit is quenched, when you turn a deaf ear to His voice that speaks to you again and again and again, there will be no fruit. You can go to 20,000 conferences and you you can attend uh, 20 Bible studies a week and you can try all the things that all the Christians try to do and they're not going to produce the fruit of the Spirit until you cease to grieve and quench the Holy Spirit of God. Every fruitful branch, said Jesus in John 15, will be pruned. He prunes. Why? And the answer is in the Scripture. (laughs) So that it may bear much fruit. You see, God is not contented with just some fruit in your life and in my life. He wants much fruit. So if you think you want fruit, just imagine how much God wants fruit in your life. (laughs) Listen, some of you are going through some pruning time right now. Now, I'm not talking about the works of the flesh that causes pain in your life. If you're a person who have not known the Lord Jesus Christ and you're still in the works of the flesh, you need to go to first base. You need to come to Jesus, surrender your life to Him, receive Him as the Savior of your soul, and just start there. But I'm talking about believers who love the Lord, who are going through pruning time, a difficult time. Here's the good news. Don't fret over that. This is only temporary. This proves that God has something far more magnificent in store for you. This removing of the dead woods in your life and in mine is not because God is mad at you. It's not because God is angry at you. No, no, no. That is from the devil. It is not because God gave up on you. No. The opposite is true. That pruning is a sign that God is pleased with you. It's a sign that God is delighted in you. It is a sign that God is rejoicing over you singing. And He just wants to improve the quality and the quantity of the fruit in your life. And I'm going to tell you, pruning is not fun. Amen. That's right. (laughs) It is not fun. Pruning is not Pleasant. Pruning is is not sought after by me, I can assure you. I don't get up in the morning, I say, oh, Lord, (laughs) what about pruning me some more today? Not in your life. (laughs) In fact, those times of pruning (laughs) can be out and out painful. But more than that, those times can be dangerous. Listen carefully, please. I know what I'm talking about. The reason they are dangerous times, they're serious times, because you've just been clipped, and you're bleeding, and you're in pain. But also during the pruning time, the enemy of your soul is going to come to you, and he's going to say to you with a sanctimonious preacher's voice, Does God really love you? If he really loves you, how come he hasn't answered your prayers? If he really loves you, if he really cares about you, how come he is silent? If God really loves you, and the list goes on and on and on. What you need to do at that time is to remind the devil that it's because he loves me. It's because he cares for me. It's because he is near to me. It's because he longs for me to bear much fruit that is pruning me. He's getting rid of all the dead woods in my life that doesn't belong there anyway. And remember this, God's purpose for those whom he prunes and those whom he loves, that his ultimate purpose is because he wants you to bear much fruit. <laughs> he really does. If he leaves you for foliage to grow and multiply, huge big bushes, green, and maybe even you look beautiful, <laughs> and the green is like it. <laughs> but then when you look in there, there's no fruit. There's no fruit. That's why you must understand that the Holy Spirit does not want to discourage you. <laughs> the Holy Spirit does not want to condemn you. He wants to convict you. And the way he convicts you is by removing all of the dead that doesn't belong to your life. Amen. The Holy Spirit always, always, always has solutions to all of our problems. Only if we abide and listen. Whenever the works of the plural, the works of the flesh, try to take over in our lives, and try, they will. God loves you enough. He loves me enough to not let that go on for too long. He may patiently wait But if it goes on for too long, he intervenes and starts pruning. Why? Because the works of the flesh, if they're left alone, if they're left to their own devices, they're going to build a hedge. They're going to build a big bush. They're going to build a wall that is going to try to separate you from God. God never moves. He's there all the time. It's you who move. The cry of our time is that we must eliminate stress, all stress out of our lives. No. What you need to do is this. Pray to the Lord. Lord, help me to turn my stress to be my servant and not my master. Lord, use my stress to polish brighter my testimony. Lord, let my stress cause me to cling to Christ, not pull away from Him. Lord, turn my stress into an opportunity so that I may thrive and bear much fruit, not just survive. Let the fruit of the Spirit fill my life and truly manifest it in these stressful times.
0: Dr. Michael Yusuf reminding you that the Holy Spirit offers solutions to all your problems if you abide in Him and listen to His guidance for daily life. If today's message on leading the way from Dr. Yusuf has sparked questions, please consider talking with one of our pastoral team members. Start the conversation by filling out a short form at ltw.org Jesus. ltw.org Jesus. You know, we're seeing an abundance of fruit right here at Leading the Way. Just about every day, our team is privileged to speak with or hear from people who are growing through the ministry and teaching of Dr. Yusuf. It's especially touching when we not only hear from those in the West, but also from those in far parts of the Middle East, Indonesia, Russia, and even China, about how Christians are being equipped to more effectively lead and serve in their communities through Dr. Yusuf and Leading the Way. If you'd like to read some of these stories, may I encourage you to get a free trial subscription to My Journal. This is a monthly magazine containing great Bible study content and stories of how God is using Leading the Way and partner organizations to touch lives across six continents with the gospel. Again, it's called My Journal. And you can get your trial subscription started when you call 1-300-133-589. One three hundred one double three five eight nine, or you can always connect through ltw.org/connect. Sign up and experience lives changed. ltw.org/connect. And so we've arrived at the end of our time together today. Do listen again next time as Dr. Yusuf passionately proclaims the uncompromising truth of the gospel, both here and around the
1: world. As we bring today's Leading the Way program to a close, allow me just to take a moment and invite you to connect further by watching Leading the Way television. Each week, like on radio, we dig deep into the Word of God to seek biblical wisdom for living. Leading the Way television is available in most areas on networks such as TBN, Daystar, God TV, 9, 7, and more. Visit ltw.org for details. That's ltw, for leading the way, o-r-g. God bless.
0: This program is furnished by Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Youssef.